of the hour news. As it happens, when it happens, wherever it happens. Local, regional, and global. Only on Q95, the big station. Q95DA.com. Right on Q. Good evening. This is the Prime Evening News for today, Wednesday, September 7th, 2022. I'm your presenter, Ferdinand Valmond, in the headlines. As it happens, members of the public are questioning whether Dominica police are observing the United Nations Universal Declaration of Human Rights after a female peace worker was mishandled by police earlier today. The Cooperative Republic of Guyana and the People's Republic of China unveiled a $50 commemorative coin today to honor 50 years of diplomatic relations. And the Washington Post reported on Tuesday that documents seized from Trump's Mar-a-Lago, Florida home described foreign government's nuclear capabilities but did not identify the foreign governments. The news is brought to you for the very kind compliments of Digital and Discover Dominic Authority. Details and more coming up next. Money? We hear you, Dominica. For as low as $5, you can now activate a one-day Digicel Prime bundle and get unlimited digital digi calls. 25 anywhere minutes, 1.5 gigs data to use as you like. Endless social messaging on WhatsApp, Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. Plus 7 gigs data to use Digicel apps. Activate a Digicel Prime bundle today in my Digicel app or dial star 140 under Punky. Digicel, better together. October 20th to 30th, 2022. Dominica invites you to celebrate the World Crayon Music Festival. Three nights of pulsating rhythms on one stage. For more information, visit www.dominicafestivals.com. Like and follow us on Facebook at Dominica Festivals or Instagram at Dominica.Festival. Dominica's World Crayon Music Festival. Celebrating 22 years in 2022. October 20th to 30th. And welcome back. First off in the news, the peace workers were met with an unexpected twist to the usual walk for peace, justice and democracy when police officers mishandled a female peace worker who is the sister of Hector John, MP for the Salisbury constituency. Many are questioning whether Dominica police recognize the United Nations Universal Declaration of Human Rights, Article 19, where it states that everyone has the right to freedom of opinion and expression. This right includes freedom to hold opinion without interference and to seek, receive and impart information and ideas through any media and regardless of frontiers. Article 20 states everyone has the right of freedom of peace, peaceful assembly and association. Daniel Luge, MP for Rosanoff constituency, is calling on all just-minded patriots to gather outside the police headquarters and camp out until the female worker is released. Okay, about 11 a.m. or thereabout, Hector John's sister was arrested by a police officer while on a peaceful Wednesday walk. Witnesses saw a police officer pull Miss John by her hair and clothes over the barricades near Burton's business place. Well, I am saying we are calling out all justice-minded patriots to gather outside police headquarters in Roseau and camped there until Miss John is released. Just this morning, I was expressing on this radio station 
that we have fundamental rights enshrined in our 1978 constitution, which gives us the right to associate, gives us freedom of movement, gives us freedom of speech, gives us freedom of association. Now, also, we heard Minister Blackmore saying that he will have bus drivers and Wednesday walkers arrested. So it seems that one police officer took these instructions to heart and he arrested the sister of Honorable Hector John. Lugay also called on all members of the various constituencies to band together to send a clear message to the Commissioner of Police to discipline officers who were getting out of hand, saying he does not want a situation where police officers are targeted, but eyewitnesses saw what happened. I am calling on fair-minded Dominicans, wherever you are, whether it's Salisbury, Rosanoff, Kualiho, Kulibistri, Roso Central, Roso Valley, everywhere it will it can be you next. And we have to send a clear message to the commissioner of police that he need to discipline these officers who are getting out of hand. We do not want to see a situation where police officers are targeted. However, clearly in this case, there are witnesses who saw the police officer pull the, um, the sister of Hector John over the barricade and roughed her up and arrested her. I am saying... We will camp out by police headquarters until she is released and we will take further action to ensure that people's fundamental rights are respected in the Commonwealth of Dominica. And that was MP for the Rosanoff constituency, Daniel Luge. With more and more countries and continents legalizing cannabis and more youth getting engaged in the activity, a call for a more structured regulatory system is being sounded. In the case of Dominica, 28 grams have been agreed upon by cabinet to recognize and decriminalize, creating a spark of conversation as well as controversy. Speaking on the Jolly's Health Vice program, ENT specialist Dr. I.P. Pascal shared his views on the matter stating that any type of smoking, being cannabis or not, does not have, does have its effect on the body. And not everyone is welcoming to the idea of being exposed to smoke, but first-hand and second-hand. He makes a call for better structure by the authorities to ensure that the transitioning of the decriminalization is met with the proper regulations and other necessary regulations. Regulators, mm -hmm. regulatory regulation mm -hmm. to to recognizing that you needed to protect the innocent okay. against the effects of cannabis, especially young people and mm -hmm. children, those with asthma. The same way they have to be protected when there is Sahara dust and everything else. Yeah, and um, that wasn't that just wasn't part of the mix in Dominica. So mm -hmm. I think. That's what needs to address. And the longer you take to address it, the more difficult it's going to come. It's going to be. True. So I think the authorities have a, a serious responsibility to to put something in place. Because in Canada and all those places where there was this legalization of cannabis, you had strict, mm -hmm. strict regulations for playing fields, how far you could smoke, how far you could have a shop selling cannabis from schools and all of those things. Mm -hmm. And um, so I think we, the authorities, to be honest, I mean, I'm going to be frank about it, drop the ball in that sure. aspect. Sure. And right now you have citizens suffering and citizens now going to be 
maybe trying to regulate other citizens mm -hmm. without the support of, of, of regulations and law yeah. to support them. So it's going to be a, a quite of an uphill challenge. Mm -hmm. And the longer we take to do that, the, the more difficult it and that was ENT specialist Dr. I.P. Pascal, collaborating with groups that make promoting young participation in policy making a priority is a crucial part of the U Report OECS engagement. National Youth Councils are essential to this process since they concentrate on including youth in resolving our most important problems. Imana Jeffers, a Dominican U Report ambassador, spoke with Dominican National Youth Council recently about how Dominican youth organizations can use the U Report platform to gather opinions and aspirations from young people and make educated agreements. The U Report OECS kept up its engagement with groups throughout the month as they form strategic partnerships to advance the interests of youth. And Lakea Dorival of Dominica is the August ambassador of the month for her excellent contributions to U Report. And Tropical Storm oil set to become a hurricane later this week is expected to dump up to eight inches of rain across the leeward islands the united states and british virgin islands according to the latest weather bulletin issued by the miami-based national hurricane center the storm is moving north northwestward with little change in strength and was located 170 miles north of st thomas in the u.s virgin islands and 790 miles north of Barbuda. the nhc says a turn towards the north is a slightly faster forward speed is expected later today with this motion continuing for the next couple of days the system has maximum sustained winds of near 50 miles per hour with higher gust early is expected to produce additional rainfall amongst one to four inches with isolated storm totals to eight inches across the leeward islands u.s and british virgin islands and puerto rico throughout today and dominica basketball association is putting together the finals of its all about free time free basketball competition this from president of the Dominica Basketball Association, Peter Ricketts. There are four single-day tournaments, Weekend 1, Saturday and Sunday, Weekend 2, Friday and Saturday. It costs $50 per player for any two tournaments, $100 for all four. The winner of any single tournament gets full credit for the other two. Second place gets half credit and third place get quarter credit. The teams who get the most points combined from the four tournaments qualifies for the grand finals. They get the cushion, customs jerseys, free time free ball, chance at grand prize, selection to the national team trials, probably a tour to the Latin America Corp in Puerto Rico next year. On weekend one, which is this weekend, we will have tournaments on Saturday and Sunday. And weekend two, we will have tournaments on Friday and Saturday. These tournaments will be held, of course, at the Massac Sports Facility. It will cost $50 per player for any two of the tournaments. Or $100 if you play in all four tournaments, and that's per player. The winner of any single tournament will get full credit towards an additional two tournaments. So that means that if you win any of those tournaments, you would have only paid $50 per player and you would get to participate in all of the qualifying tournaments. Second place gets half credit and third place gets a quarter credit. The team who gets the most points combined from the four tournaments qualifies for the grand finals. As we know, Qualifying means that you will get your custom jersey, a 3x3 ball, a chance at competing for the grand prize, selection to the national team trials, 
and possibly a tour to the Latin America Cup next year. On Sunday of Weekend 2, we have a knockout Pro Cup with all teams from the qualifinals. No additional charge. We will play matches madness style for a grand prize. The tournament is designed to encourage participation. The last format allowed players who didn't qualify to get more points on the free time free platform, which resulted in them ranking higher than the players who won. On Sunday of Weekend 2, we have a knockout Pro Cup, which will be which will encompass all teams from the qualifiers at no additional charge. This will be held in a March Madness knockout style. For those who don't understand, it means that each game will be as exciting as a finals. Win or go home. And each team will be playing for a grand prize that will be announced later. The tournament is designed to encourage maximum participation, seeing that the last format we had allowed for teams who did not qualify to participate in additional qualifiers, thus giving them more points on the FIBA 3x3 platform and ultimately giving them higher ranking than our winners. So this is the reason for this change this year. To our patrons, we are pleased to announce that these qualifiers will be held at the sheltered Massac facility there will be a gate charge of $10 for adults and $5 for persons under the age of 18, so 17 and younger. We anticipate that it's going to be an exciting tournament this year, and we look forward to seeing everybody there. And that was president of the Dominica Basketball Association, Peter Ricketts. And still in the local news, parliamentary secretary in the Ministry of Health, Kent Edwards, says chronic non-communicable diseases is the biggest health threat in Dominica. He states that at the primary health care level, they are going to districts, health centers and schools and will also partner across ministries to tackle CNC days on the island as September is Caribbean Wellness Month going to partner with the Ministry of Education so that we could go to the schools and teach the children and the teachers and to help them give our students a healthy diet, make them engage in physical activity and try to fight childhood obesity, which is a risk factor for NCDs. We are going to partner with the Ministry of Agriculture, which of course will be helping our people in terms of our diet and what we plant and what we grow and what we eat in Dominica. And we're going across the ministries, and the ministry is using the health promotion unit to actually educate our public on NCDs. I am zeroing on NCDs today because it is where we think that we have to, to manage well, and the Ministry of Health, Wellness, and New Health Investment is actually putting a special effort in the coming months in the fight against NCDs. Parliamentary Secretary in the Ministry of Health, Kent Edwards, consultant for Dominica's Community Policing Program, ends with Irish, says the whole question of community policing is about trust, integrity and partnership. His comments came as a new organization aimed in improving community police relations. Police assisting communities to excel peace was launched on the weekend. He called it a normal venture. That's what the whole community policing is about. And of course, we want to embark upon the sort of ventures around the island because certainly the police, you know, need the public and the public need the police. So this was a venture, I think, that went down very well. 
in excess of 150 young persons and elderly gathered at the Yampis area in Tarish Pit where that football match was played and there was that togetherness and that integration. I have partnered with the PACE and we are looking at ventures of that nature to go around the island. Community policing is not just about talking to persons but interacting in various aspects of sports and social dialogue and that kind of integration. And I can only hope that the communities will continue to understand that is not soft policing, that is actually meeting the community so that we can forge a good partnership ahead for the future development of this country. And that was consultant for Dominica's community policing program in Swift Irish. On Sunday, 4th September 2022, the Dominica Football Association conducted two DFA President Cup matches. The outcomes are as follows. At Stock Farm Complex, Central Cooperative Credit Union Dubla defeated ACS Pottersville Tarish United 2 for 1. For Tarish Fit United, Malik Bellot converted goals by McConney Roy and Travis Joseph for Dublin. At Benjamin Park in Portsmouth, Promex Hamlet United defeated Wooty Blazers 7 for 1 in the other game. For Harlem, Oda Laville and Don and Jovier each scored a hat trick. While Jalil, Daniel, Buran Hill and yesterday Xavier each scored one. In other news, a $50 commemorative coin was unveiled today at the Minister of Foreign Affairs and International Cooperation to commemorate 50 years of diplomatic relations between the Cooperative Republic of Guyana and the People's Republic of China. Yu Todd, Minister of Foreign Affairs and International Cooperation, emphasized that the bilateral relationship between the two countries has grown gradually over time. The minister stated that Guyana and China have very warm, friendly and fruitful relations for 50 years, which demonstrates the collaboration and strength, as well as the mutual interest that is shared deeply as the two sovereign independent nation states that the relationship between Guyana and China continues to benefit the people of both countries. He went on to say that when we look at the projects undertaken in Guyana by the Chinese government, in collaboration with the government of Guyana, we can clearly see that they have always centered on improving the lives and livelihoods of the people of Guyana and benefiting the people of China. The minister congratulated China on its rapid growth and stated that the country is well positioned to assist in Guyana's transformation, adding that their survival is heavily dependent on how they interact with one another. They have seen the fruits and benefits of the collaboration in a variety of areas, including training and infrastructure development. He also emphasized China's humanitarian touch, citing the supply of COVID-19 vaccines to Guyana. The Chinese ambassador to Guyana, Hu Hawan, affirmed that the relationship between the two countries is priceless. She lauded that the government is attaching importance to the relations with her country. She stated that the coin has value but the friendship between the Guyana and China is priceless and they value it highly. She went on to say that the leadership of both countries' bilateral relations can be comprehensively strengthened and developed. And the Washington Reports Post reported on Tuesday that documents found that former U.S. President Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago, Florida resort in the FBI search last month included information about another country's military defense, including its nuclear capabilities. Some of the seized documents revealed top secret U.S. operations that are solely guarded that mainly 
senior national security officials are unaware of them. Only the president, some members of his cabinet or near cabinet level official could authorize the government officials to know details of the special access programs, said the report citing people familiar with the matter who declined. It also did not name the country whose defense and nuclear capabilities were cited in the documents. According to the report, such documents require special clearance on the need-to-know basis, not just top-secret clearance. In early, August, Trump, in early August, Trump's residence in Florida was searched by the FBI, prompting him to lash out at what he called an unprecedented system. Analysts pointed out that former president is taking classified documents with him after leaving the White House is also unprecedented. According to a court document filed by the Justice Department late Tuesday, over 100 classified documents, including some materials marked with the highest level of classification, were recovered from Trump's residence. New fallout from the classified material allegedly found at former President Trump's Florida residence. The Washington Post reports a document FBI agents seized at Mar-a-Lago describes a foreign government's military defenses and nuclear capabilities. The Post adding some of the seized documents detail top secret U.S. operations so closely guarded that many senior national security officials are kept in the dark about them. It comes as the Justice Department and former President Trump's legal team face a new deadline. A judge has given them until Friday to submit a list of potential candidates who could be a so-called special master in the case, an independent party who will review the documents. Pierre Thomas on the judge's ruling. She talked about the notion that there were other documents seized at Mar-a-Lago to include perhaps medical records, tax records, and other personal items that were included in those boxes that the FBI took uh, from the premises. Bill Barr, who served as Trump's attorney general, says the judge's ruling granting a special master was wrong. He says the Justice Department should appeal the ruling. I don't think the appointment of a special uh, master is going to hold up, but even if it does, I don't see. In other words, I don't think it changes the ball game so much as maybe we'll have a rain uh, rain delay for a couple mm. of innings. Meanwhile, a major development in the investigation into the alleged effort by Trump supporters to overturn the 2020 election results in Georgia, where authorities are looking into the breach of voting data in rural Coffee County. Investigators say this surveillance video shows a local Republican Party leader escorting two operatives reportedly working for Trump's attorney into the county's election offices. The video is from January 7th, 2021, the same day authorities say the office's voting machines were breached. We see in the video Doug Logan and Jeff Lenberg arriving at the Coffee County Elections Office. Both men were involved in efforts to challenge the results of the 2020 presidential election. The woman escorting those men has been identified as the former Republican chairwoman of Coffee County, Kathy Latham, who's under criminal investigation. She's accused of submitting false certifications, declaring Trump the winner in Georgia, even though Trump lost to Joe Biden. Latham's lawyers responding to the video, saying Latham would not and has not knowingly been involved in any... And that was the prime evening news, but first a recap of the headlines. Top of the hour news. Members of the public are questioning whether Dominica police are observing the United Nations Universal Declaration of Human Rights after a female peace walker was mishandled by police earlier today. The Cooperative Republic of Guyana and the People's Republic of China unveiled a $50 commemorative coin today to honor 50 years of diplomatic relations. 
And the Washington Post reported on Tuesday that documents seized from Trump's Mar-a-Lago Florida home described foreign governments' nuclear capabilities, but did not identify the foreign governments. The news was brought to you for the very kind compliments of Digital and Discover Dominic Authority. I've been your presenter, Ferris Valmond.